this bulletin, Indigenous Voice to Parliament No Campaigns merge and pledge to lobby migrant communities. Opposition leader Peter Dutton delivers his budget reply. And Ukraine's counteroffensive to recapture Russian-occupied territory delayed. group campaigning for a no voice in the voice to parliament referendum says it will be lobbying migrant communities in the lead up to the vote. This week, two groups that have been campaigning for a no vote decided to march to form a new alliance called Australians for Unity. Warren Mundine and Senator Jacinta Price will be its spokespeople. Mr Mundine says targeting migrant communities will be a major focus for the no campaign. 50% of the population of Australia is either born overseas or their parents were born overseas. And so that's a massive amount of the Australian uh, electorate. So we'd be, uh, you know, we'd be stupid not to be targeting those groups of people and work, or working with other groups of people as well. We'll have an Indigenous approach, we'll, have a, uh, we'll look at those migrant communities and work with them, uh, and then we wa- we'll work with the broader Australian community. An inquiry has been told about 20% of indigenous, indigenous children reported to authorities over safety concerns before their birth were removed from their families within the first three months of life. The Victorian figures from 2021 have been revealed in evidence to the state's Euroc Justice Commission. Commissioner Sue Ann Hunter told the hearing she was among many Aboriginal mothers who were worried about unborn notifications. The state removed 21.5% of Indigenous infants in 2021, compared to just 13.5% for non-Indigenous children. Opposition leader Peter Dutton has criticised the Labour government's cost-of-living measures, labelling it a banned aid fix. It comes in his budget reply speech indicating that Labour's budget measures will fuel inflation and make life harder for middle-income earners. Mr. Mr. Dutton was also critical of the federal government's approach to the NDIS housing and migration policies. He says there are millions of Australians who are struggling to pay their bills and there is an urgent need to ease their stress. The inflation rate in our country is higher than any G7 nation and the problem with inflation, it's coming out of Canberra and the government's decisions in this budget will keep your interest rates higher for longer, which is going to have a negative impact on families and small businesses. Meanwhile, Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers says the opposition is trying to divide people with his commentary on the budget. Peter Dutton needs to put an end to this division. Now, Peter Dutton is a divisive figure, but he's not a credible figure. Peter Dutton takes his cues from Tony Abbott and Scott Morrison. Everybody's moved on from Tony Abbott and Scott Morrison, except for Peter Dutton. Uh, His strategy is to divide Australians, to pit Australians against each other in the aftermath of this budget. Our budget is about bringing people together, support for the vulnerable, support for middle Australia and key investments in opportunities and future growth in the economy. Uh, That is our priority as a government. Tasmania's government is set to lead a minority group as two Liberal MPs are set to quit the party. Bass member Lara Alexander and Lions member John Tucker will sit on the crossbench and continue to represent their electorates as independents.
Both MPs have expressed concerns about both parties have expressed concerns about future debt surrounding Hobart's $715 million Macquarie Point Stadium. In the U.S., uh, House, Rep- House Republicans have passed a sweeping bill to build more U.S.-Mexico border wall and impose new restrictions on asylum seekers. It comes at the end of coronavirus ret- restrictions on asylum, known as Title 42, which has allowed the country to quickly expel migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border for the last three years. The new rules will stop migrants from crossing illegally and encourage them instead to apply for asylum online through a new process. U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says chaos is expected at the borders for a while, but it is a challenge the government is ready to tackle. It is no longer the case that individuals can, on their own, reach the southern border of the United States. They have to place their lives and their life savings in the hands of ruthless smugglers that exploit them and ruthlessly do so. And we have not only a security obligation, but a humanitarian obligation to cut those smugglers out. And that is indeed what we are doing. The New South Wales government is set to hire hundreds of new graduate nurses and midwives. The 520 frontline staff will begin working in Western Sydney later this year, beating previous record intake of 383 graduates. It comes as part of a men's government's goal of hiring more than 1,000 new graduates. Premier Chris Mintz says each nurse and midwife plays an important role in helping the state's public system to deliver appropriate care to patients. Ukraine, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says Kiev's counteroffensive to recapture Russian occupied territory has been delayed. UK officials have confirmed that they will send long range storm shadow missiles to Ukraine in preparation. While British Defence Secretary Ben Wallace wouldn't confirm how many would be sent, he says Britain will donate the missiles to help push back Russian forces. President Zelensky has told the BBC they need more time. Yes, we're still expecting some things. They will reinforce our counter-offensive. And most importantly, they will protect our people. We can advance with what we've got, and I think we can be successful, but we will lose a lot of people. I think that is unacceptable. We need to wait. We need a bit more time. The leader of Russia's Wagner Group says the Ukrainian president is being deceptive, maintaining Ukraine's counteroffensive campaign is already underway. And the Kremlin has warned Britain against providing Ukraine with long-range missiles, saying such a move would require an adequate response from their military. The United Kingdom has issued a warning of its own, cautioning Russia against further attacks on Ukraine, which it says could prompt them to donate even more weapons. Britain's Defence Secretary says they are supplying the long-range missiles to Ukraine with the intent they will be used within its sovereign territory, implying they have received assurances from Ukraine that they will not be used to target inside Russia. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov says they are not pleased. We have a very negative attitude. It will require a relevant answer from our military, which will make the necessary decisions in this context from the military point of view. 
back home, Trade Minister Don Farrell says Australia's years-long trade dispute with China won't be resolved overnight. Senator Farrell has landed in Beijing where he will push for tariffs to be eased on Australian barley, wine and lobster. Last month, Beijing agreed to an, expeditive, to, expedi- to an expedited review in return for Australia suspending its World Trade Organization action. Mr. Farrell says progress has been made on, local, on coal and cotton, but he's tempering expectations. What I'd like to do over the next uh, couple of days is continue that process of stabilising our relationship and work through a successful uh, pathway for the resolution of all of our outstanding uh, trade uh, trade uh, differences. Australian band Voyager has made it to the final top 10 in the Eurovision music competition in Liverpool, England. The Path Band scaled through with the 80s themed song Promise in the semi-finals battle. Voyager's lead singer Daniel Estrin says the band is excited to be representing Australia and is positive about the outcome of the competition. Australia has such a wonderful history of bands. Um, you know, a, a lot of great artists and a lot of great bands have come from Australia. So why not Voyager? We promise you it's going to be all right. So I think that's the message for Australia staying in the competition. And to sport, former Hawthorne coach Alastair Clarkson says he's appalled the man chairing a panel that's investigating historical allegations of racism at the club released details of the process to the media. Lawyer Bernard Quinn Casey has released a statement updating the media on the review which was called by the AFL. Clarkson says he's been denied procedural procedural fairness. When the, the guy who's heading up the, the actual process actually violates the very confidentiality that he said that we should all abide by, I mean, how can we trust that that process is going to be fair? And that it hasn't been fair for the whole eight months. Heaven forbid, where, where's this going? And uh, also in sport, uh, the Rugby League's uh, Melbourne Storm have unleashed a 24-16 defeat against the Brisbane Broncos at Amy Park. Brisbane captain Adam Reynolds has been cleared of serious injury after he left the stadium in a neck brace. The veteran halfback hit his head after diving in an unsuccessful attempt to ground a loose ball for a try and lay motionless on the ground. It means he'll miss next round's clash with Premier's the Penrith Panthers. And now having a look at the weather around the country this Friday afternoon, Broome, sunny 32, Perth, mostly sunny 23, Adelaide, possible shower 19, Melbourne, partly cloudy 17, Hobart, similar conditions and 16 degrees, Albury, Wodonga, sunny 18, Canberra, mostly frosty, 18 degrees, Wollongong, sunny 22, Sydney, similar conditions with 23 degrees, Newcastle, sunny 24, Brisbane, showers 24, Townsville, partly cloudy 27, Cairns, a shower 228, Alice Springs, sunny 22, Darwin, similar conditions, 32 degrees, and the Torres Strait Islands, a sunny day ahead and a top of 30 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. 